Good evening and welcome to the Whittington Podcast. Welcome to the Rissington Podcast. This is John Hicks and my colleague, John Oxton. Hello. Hello. We're going to be presenting a sort of web version of Gardener's Question Time. So send us your HTML questions, your cookery questions, your cheese questions, your personal questions, anything you need answering, and we will discuss it and laugh at it here. So, without further ado, let's get on to listeners' questions. Okay, so here's the first one from Juan. Are you both really in that old building of the RAF? You rent the entire building or a part of it? <laughs> the whole airbase. <laughs> the yeah. whole airbase. Well, where else are we going to land our helicopters? <laughs> We're actually in the bunker at the moment, aren't we? Mm. Because that's why it's so echoey. We're actually in the underground nuclear bunker. Just in case. Along with all the skeletons and um, storage of food facilities. So the answer is... Yes, we yes. are. Yes, we we're renting an office. We're really in an old 1930s RAF building. And it's gorgeous. Okay, next one. What's the biggest mistake you've made since starting in the web industry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I've made it yet. <laughs> yeah. I think starting in the web yeah, industry. Start, starting in the web industry is the first mistake. What about you, John? Uh, I, I don't know. Not, not working. Yeah, not working for. Not charging enough. Not charging enough because you find yourself doing too much work and not being able to afford to live. Mm-hmm. It's probably the biggest mistake I've made. Uh, slagging off a client and copying them into the email. You've done that. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> not deliberately, of course. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, that that might be one of my biggest mistakes. I think. Excellent. Uh, thank you for that one, Pete Lambert. Yeah, Pete. La- uh, he's, uh, he's he's from, from the north, I believe. He is from the north. I've never met him, but I believe he's. Very nice, man. Mm-hmm. What piece of work are you mo- most proud of? Also from Pete Lambert. Oh, well, that's an interesting question. It's Firefox, right? It's got no. You did the whole mm-hmm. Firefox logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and browser, everything, didn't you? And the Gecko engine. Yes, I, I am Mozilla, <laughs> in fact. Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm proud of Firefox, but I would say I'm most proud of the Escape Committee logo. That's a nice one. Because I think that's it's a proper logo. It's simple, and it works, and... Um, every time I look at it, I think, oh, I should have charged more for that one. <laughs> Which goes back to my biggest mistake. But what about you? <laughs> I'm still working on it. What are you proud of, John? I'm not proud of any of my work. Well, I, you know, they're all on a level for me. I put equal love into all my work, John. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> and his last question, what's that? What's, what's your, your favourite movie, Love Actually or Dirty Dancing? So we're just moving really quickly is. on. <laughs> I didn't know he was like that. This is Kate Boleyn. Oh, hello, Kate. What's the absolutely daftest request a client's ever made? Oh. Oh, that's a difficult one. Mm, I, don't, I haven't had many of the daft requests. Yeah, it's just, just your usual stuff. I get the usual, you know, the homepage must not scroll. <sighs> yeah. Kind of thing. But I don't get asked to do the re- flashing backgrounds and, no, you know. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm going to have to pass on that mm, one. Yeah. Who's, who's your favourite Doctor Who villain? That's definitely for you, John. That has nothing to do with <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it was aimed... Oh, I'd have to say it'd have to be the Master. The Master? Yeah. Um, okay. He's uh, very cool. He, run, he runs Tings. He runs Tings. I thought that was... Um, what's his name? He, he lives up in the roof of the satellite. Sorry, I've been following along well, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move we'll on. We'll talk about that one later, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, 
As a freelancer, what techniques do you use to generate new business? And is that business usually local, regional, national or global? That's from Anton Peck. Goodness me. That's a bit of an intellectual question, Anton. <sighs> to generate new business. Well, I suppose things like... What do you know. do? I just. I... Do you sell your body? I have. It's been known, but not not to get new web business. Oh, okay. <laughs> Different business. I sell my soul to get any new business on the web. Um, well, a lot of mine's come. Most of mine comes word of mouth, really. Mm. And I've had a couple from the Zen Garden. A couple of good ones that have come by the Zen Garden. Yeah. Absolutely nothing from Josh Rink, which is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe a few things. Dear sir, could I have some flowers like the one you've got in your site there? Oh. So there we go. That's that end one. But um, I mean, I, I agree. Word of mouth, because I find ninety-eight percent of the email inquiries I get lead to nothing. Mm. Um, so I, I hate to say it, but I think local businesses, or local being in this country, mm. those jobs tend to work out better um, than overseas. Not just because of the exchange rate, but. Um, I do sometimes struggle with um, local businesses sort of go, how much? Well, yes. Then get there is my that. nephew could do that for £4.50. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> so get your nephew to do that in front yeah. of page. And I'll <laughs> fix it when he's broken it. Yeah. Um, so it's a hard one to answer that one, isn't it, really? Techniques word, word to generate business. I mean, I know that Paul Boag sings the praises of using a podcast as a um, means of generating business. Which is not why we're doing this. No, absolutely not. We don't no. know why we're doing we're this. We're just having a bit of a laugh, really. Mm. Okay, another question. Um, let's just scroll through these. Will you dance for me? I have money from Neil Ford. <laughs> yes, yes, I will dance the It naked. always depends on how much money. Well, yeah. I'm not so bothered, actually. As long as I get to wear my little leather thong, I'm happy. <laughs> So there we go. That will be the next video podcaster. James John Malcolm, who's your favourite Coldplay band member? <laughs> I'm, I don't want to swear too much. It is James that's, being removed from your listener. I think. I think. Let's get him. In the event of alien invasion, what's your game plan? <laughs> <laughs> Run away! Uh, yeah, working from the inside, make out that I'm their friend, and that um, you can do that, and I will collaborate for them but actually do you not think we could pitch at them that they're going to need some good branding for this invasion what a great idea we could just bore them to death <laughs> that was from Heyo Bethlehem ah. uh, Ollie Hodgson daddy or chips oh, it's got to be chips it's got to be chips <laughs> I know my kids no chips. no contest there really uh, what's your all time favourite pudding oh, difficult one mm. where are you going John there's another there's a third John here he's walking out What's your all-time favourite pudding? Hey. What's your all-time favourite pudding? Um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Sticky, sticky toffee. Sticky toffee, yeah. yeah. But, sticky toffee, but yeah. it's got to be with cream. You can't bullshit around with ice cream. It's got to be cream. Well, I'm, I'm torn between bread and butter pudding and, Just bread and butter. waffles, bananas, ice cream and chocolate sauce. You're such an American. I know. It's got to be English. Okay, um, crackers and cheese. Lovely. <laughs> no, that's dessert. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Have you two ever had a massive row in the office who stormed out in a huff? Well, uh, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, we're, still, we're still smarting from that. I'm not going to even read that last one out. I don't want to do that now. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Graham Bancroft. Goodness. By the way, we haven't, we haven't <laughs> been through these questions before oh. and... prepared our answers. So, yeah, which is why we're stumbling it, around. We see, yeah, it's always all coming fresh. Graham Bancroft, my mate Graham, lovely go man. On, go on, man. If, there's a, if, if there was a flu pandemic or similar and you and your family had to stay at home, what tin food would you stock up on the most? Now, 
I've thought about this. Uh-huh. If there was a pandemic, <laughs> first day I wouldn't fucking go outside anyway. <laughs> but everybody would be rushing around the supermarket buying the soup, so I'd go for the dog food. Uh, now that sounds horrible, but think about it. What in the sense that there'll be plenty well, of there'll be, everybody, Yeah, because everybody else will be going, well, I must have me chunky soup and me mm-hmm. tomato soup and me baked beans. Uh-huh. So. so when the pandemic's over and the government are searching the houses for any survivors mm. and they come across this wild um, dog family. Mm, nothing will have changed. Yeah. <laughs> Everything normal here. <laughs> Feeding the children dog food again. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll probably be lots of tuna and lots of spaghetti hoops. <sighs> there's just lots of questions here from Graham. Uh-huh. The, there's one about HTML, I don't want to answer it. The answer is don't use an unordered list, basically. <laughs> so if you know the question... It works. What is your f- yeah. What is your first drink after you wake up of a morning? This cannot include alcohol because children may be watching. So just tea mm. or coffee, water or juice, or dandelion and burdock. I thought it said dandelion and buttock, etc. <laughs> well, I like a bit of buttock in the morning, <laughs> definitely. Um, oh, yeah. Everything's falling off. Um, I would say tea, uh, coffee. Yeah. Is that is that the most fascinating question we've ever had? It's probably the one that distracted us the most. It is, isn't it? Are you paying too much for your car insurance? Probably. I know, I'm confused. John James Malcolm. I think we might be coming to the end of those. I think so. Ah, Mark Shields. What three things do you wish you had known before you started freelancing? Ooh, good one. Oh. Um, Don't copy in your clients when you slag them off. Yeah. Um, I think I'd wish... Well, one thing is, quite broad, I wish I knew more about business. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn about business and how to design websites, so it's a double whammy. Um... Wish you'd know how a lonely lifestyle it would be. I'm not so bothered about that. I don't like people anyway. And That's fair enough. I don't know. But there's some real shits out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which yeah. relates to the first second, which is probably why I don't like the, people. Every time a client says to you, Oh, yeah, well, if I've you got do this, this great job, me, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll sing you some work. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you do this for me, that, cheap. That means you'll never hear from them again. Yeah. Or have you ever had that one where they promise you the world is uh, lots of I've got loads of work for you yeah. if you just do this one a bit cheaper for me? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't work like that, unfortunately. No. Yeah, I think that whole kind of false promises thing about the fact that people, a lot of people, will say to you they're going to give you work and they never do. Yeah. So, about naming any names on the on the. Yeah. I've not given you any work, John. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the upside to that is though, having been through all that, I've now got some bloody good clients. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I, I, I think, yeah, it's kind of up to you really to choose your clients carefully. Yeah, and you get better at recognising the bad ones. Mm-hmm. How much for a website you usually gets? Yeah, no Binned. response. <laughs> Report spam. <laughs> <laughs> Report phishing. <laughs> so, have we come to the end of our questions? I think that's the end of that questions run. Thank you, subscribers, for your lovely questions. And I will put an email address out at the end of this for sending questions. Yes, on, on the blog, or accompany this, also. Send us your questions, and we will try and answer them next time. The now follows a public service broadcast from John Hicks. <laughs> We've just acquired, thanks to the RAF Museum in Hendon, um, an original RAF joke book. Is it from real? 1940. Yeah. Well, this is a facsimile. I was of it. Say, Actually, what is this? It's, it's, it's a magazine called Airmail, and um, 
It has a joke section. So what we're going to do in every podcast, we're going to have a joke from the RAF joke book. Are you setting a limit on the number of podcasts we're going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have to think of something else later. So let's give one of these a try. And bear in mind, this is the 1940s. A departmental clerk found a tax return wherein a bachelor listed one dependent son. He turned the return over to the examiner, who sent it back to the bachelor with a penciled note. This must be a stenographic error. The bachelor returned the form unchanged with the remark, You're telling me! <laughs> I don't get it. Neither do I. I think there's a word in there that we're not really understanding. Yes. Oh well. I think the, the world has moved on a bit since the 1940s. Yes, it was, yes. Okay. So, if, if anyone can explain that joke, please explain it in the comments, please. So one of the features that we're going to do in every podcast is we're going to feature a particular typeface um, to try and encourage you to look at new typefaces. Now in this world of Web 2.0-ness, everyone is going rounded mad. Even Boots are using rounded typefaces like Vag Rounded. But we must fight against this tide of everything being soft and round. Let's get a bit of spikiness back. So I want to highlight a particular typeface called Mostra. It was designed in 2001, and it's based on Italian Art Deco posters. It's very 1930s look, um, and it comes in light, regular, bold, heavy, and black. Um, it also has alternative sets and characters, um, which are just absolutely gorgeous. So if you follow the link on the blog, which is on ms-studio.com, and uh, if you click fonts, you'll see Mostra uh, as part of si- Mark Simonson's studio. And it's just a gorgeous font. Have a look today. <laughs> <laughs>